Welcome to Ada Zelda. Uh, hello. Oh, hello, Martin. How are you doing? Hi. I'm all right. I didn't realise you? you were going to be on this podcast today. Was it a solo one? Sorry I was to just, I, I was just going to... I thought maybe I, I could go solo, first, like I? Ronan Keating. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, just go solo and I could release this episode and then if it was like an out-and-out out number one success at that point, I could... I could ditch you Branch and just out. go yeah. solo, yeah. But if it failed... Whereas if it didn't work like, out, I could just yeah. say, oh, I didn't realise you weren't there, Martin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it was just, it was just a bit of fun. Oh, obviously, I still totally committed to the, 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 the Super Martin Brothers. That was always my... Uh... I was just playing around, man. Just playing around. That's Calm down. I'd never, I'd never leave you. <laughs> the Super Martin Bros. You think, you think that Super... Super Martin couldn't go solo and do some of his own games. <laughs> wait a minute, wait a minute. How do you get um, the rights to Super Martin? I'll have to come out as like the, the real Super Martin or something. Yeah, what would you be? Have to... Super. No, I'll there just keep... an... It'll be a bitter, long legal dispute. I just don't think it's worth the admin. We might as well just... Well, you're here stay. now, so you've saved that, you've saved that feud. Yeah, um, for now. So... We're the Super Martin Bros. This to be is honest, the Age of Zelda podcast. This is episode O, and not wanting to spoil too much, but the games are so rubbish today that you might as well just do this by yourself. Uh, you could just do this yourself. There's probably about 10 games. We're probably going to talk about all 10. I probably recommend yeah. about half of a game. <laughs> Maybe yeah. the first bits of a game. But I remember, did feel... folks, someone has to win. So one game today, that's why it's so it fun, be, is Isn't going it? to win. Uh, it's going to be in the Hall of Game. Yeah, as valuable as any other letter winner. Uh, and it's going to be up there in other other games have missed out because they've been in a tough category. Yeah. I'm trying to think. Loads of games have missed out. Oh, um, loads to come as well. Oh, my goodness. You Some never know. games are not going to make it. But they picked the wrong letter. They should have thought about that. Uh, do we... Do we need to explain what we're yeah, doing? Yeah, we'll do a quick summary because we're, we're doing less and less um, intro of yeah. information. So, A to Zelda, we're playing our way through all of the 16-bit uh, uh, games of the Super Nintendo and the Mega Drive. Uh, each week we're going to do a different letter. This week we're doing the letter O and we're going to play all of the games from O and then put together our... Games of interest uh, to recommend to the the listeners there, so they can then just pick the couple off the top, you, skim the couple said, off the top. We're going to play all the games of O. All of them. And sort of like, oh, really? All of them? Yeah. Well, you that's... mean even such classics as um, as uh, Operation Thunderbolt? Wow, goodness me! Don't spoil the podcast, Martin. Oh, I wasn't even going to mention that one today, so that, that just got a free mention. When I, when I did play that, I thought, oh, is this going to be a boring strategic war game? And I thought, oh, no, it's an action game. And then I was thinking, ah, oh, it's a rubbishy <laughs> action-y adventure game. <laughs> no, cross that off. Yeah. So we swap consoles every week, so... This week, I've been looking at the Mega Drive and just peeping at the SNES. Mm -hmm. And Martin, you've been on the SNES and you've been peeping at my um, 
I have. At my, at my Genesis. It didn't take very long. It's very quick peep. There wasn't much quality when I had a little stare at your Genesis. When you were looking at my Genesis, did you see the ooze? I did. <laughs> that was the best part. Okay, well, we'll, um, well, we, we'll talk about we'll talk about that later. But did you know, Martin? You might not have known um, that. Oh, actually, I'll come to this in a, in a little bit actually, because it's, it's, there's not many games to talk about, so I may as well like pad it out a bit more. Yeah. Whoa. Steady there, steady there. Um, so I suppose we could get in. Should we get into the games? Is there anything yeah. else you wanted to talk about? A bit of filler? Not really. No. Uh, hmm. <laughs> I anything I can help you with? Any issues? Okay. Personal problems? Um, I mean, this is... I I did notice something this week, and it's. I just thought, oh, it's kind of, it's kind of A to Zelda related. But um, I was just wondering, have you ever played... The, the Chrome Dinosaur game. No, what's that? Okay, have you ever tried loading a, a web page? Oh, and... yeah, I have played that. <laughs> I thought you meant some sort of like Terminator meets Dino- Jurassic Park game. E- even better than that. So you, if you load a website and it hasn't and it's crashed, you get a little dinosaur icon, and and uh, it was pointed out to me. My uh, my my wife, who's very much the gamer. I mean, she uh, she said, "Do you know it's an actual game?" I was like, "What?" And you can play a game. What do you do? You press spacebar or something. It's like a pixelated dinosaur, and you either click on it if it's your phone. I think you just tap it. I think if it's in your browser on your laptop, you click it or do something, and then it's like a hurdly game, isn't it? Where you got to yeah jump and hurdle over rocks. Oh, that's so great. If you want a shortcut to that game, it's Chrome. Right, Chrome hyphen forward slash forward slash Dino, and it'll take you to the game. Um, but it did make me think about this. We're playing this kind of golden era of games, and it's an interesting time because already there's a couple of games, including one that we're going to talk about today, that um, push the envelope a little bit about what was possible, and they get a little bit more. Um, realistic and then the the consoles after the N64 PlayStation they tried a lot more 3D games but um, it's more like because they can it's like because we can do it we should do it and yeah when you think about it even to this day there's a lot of very addictive games that are very simple in terms of gameplay and then it's more like the game that you like People in the office you used to play solitaire all the time, not because it's the greatest game ever, but because it sort of works. When we had our phones back in the long time ago, uh, we played Snake, yeah, and things like that. And yeah, and there are actually some people that play the the Dino game now and things like that. And it's pretty good when you're like waiting that, for a, waiting for a bus yeah, or something. Gameplay really is king, isn't it? Yeah. I've heard also in other gaming news that there's someone's made this sort of Game Boy prototype. And I think they are going to roll it out. And it looks like a Game Boy. I think the screen is the same size, but it's got solar panels on it. Ah. So it's still got the back, you know, no backlight or anything like that. Yeah. In theory, it doesn't need a battery. So like a calculator. You, yeah, so you could use it with indoor light and outdoor light. Wow. Ah, yeah, that's pretty cool, isn't it? 
And yeah, you wouldn't be able to store much on there. So that would mean that people really had to, like the web browser game, that has to fit in the browser. So it has to be a certain size, doesn't it? Yeah. So it would be like that. People would be getting innovative about how small and using as few pixels Mm. you can. So That's pretty interesting, Martin. Oh, that's interesting. No, thank you, Martin, for that. I'm glad you turned up today. <laughs> if I if I kept my place in the team. <laughs> I'm not the coach. Oh. That's a, but um yeah. Well done. Um, um yeah. okay. Well let's um let's play eight is older then. Alright. Well this week, uh, on the second the, the back end of this season, we are starting with the Mega Drive first in the interest mm. of being a little bit more fair. So, for, I mean, this is the first time for a few weeks that you've been able to lead off, Martin, with your with your dump. Well, what a disappointment um, it is to, to lead off, to have that. Oh, he's been moaning about it all the time. Now he gets to go first and he's got the O's. Yeah, uh, make it count, Martin. Uh, well, yeah, well, so so just in case people are confused, we call this... this uh, we we'll call it the dump, and that's where I'll take my Mega Drive picks and dump it on the table, basically. So the good ones and the really, really bad ones. Uh, so, so let's get into the Mega Drive dump. Dump, 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 dump. So, Martin, um, I'll probably be slagging a lot of these games off quite a bit, but okay. on the face of it, I think most of the games actually are quite fun on the onset. And then they sort of lose a bit of pizzazz. I think most of the games have got that's the sort of theme that I found with all of these games. But one game that does it that isn't even fun to play because it's um, not really a game, but it is probably one of the most expensive Mega Drive games out there. Yeah, it's a game called it's a cartridge called Outback Joey. Have you ever heard of this? Outback Joey. Outback Joey. Yeah, sounds familiar. They only sold a thousand units, and if you've got, no one's going to want to buy this. But <laughs> if you've got a loose car of Outback Joey, that's two thousand five hundred pounds sterling. If you had it new sealed, because you might well have this sealed in your lofts and yeah. attics, fifteen and a half grand. That's what? UK money, because it was a, it was bundled with a heartbeat personal trainer sort of north american i don't know some sort of heartbeat it went alongside something uh you must have had another gadget so they only made a hundred uh, no, a thousand and for that reason it's really 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 rare and you had different controllers i think i'm not really sure but it had its own hardware it wasn't even a game i don't think i don't really know what it is maybe someone can update us but if you've got american listeners if you've got outback joey then You'll be glad you listened to the O episode. It'll probably be your favourite episode. So Sounds I thought I'd start terrible. with that. Why would someone pay all that money for that? I don't know why Why rarity always means um, yeah. good. It should just be, no, well, they only made a 1,000, but I think what it probably is is people like to collect a whole entire set of the official licensed Mega Drive. So if you want to do that, you have to have that as part of the collection. Ah, that's why well, we're just coming in with... Saving people money because people can actually go, I don't need the whole set. I do need the full A to Zelda set. Yeah, just um, 
And but we're not I, often it, including the expensive games, so <laughs> it won't be in there. You're welcome. Um, a few games um, that I probably won't go into much detail. Uh, Out of this world, which uh, is yeah. a, a cinematic sort of adventure game, almost like a choose your own adventure sort of quite segmented but with very cinematic yeah. graphics and cutscenes. I've used uh, a very I, I, I put cinematic and creepy uh, yeah hang on did I put creepy oh no I didn't put creepy you thought creepy I did think creepy um it's it was I think it was a big game for Amiga as well so yeah maybe that's why but but some people really absolutely love it uh, yeah, and I suppose it is a very different game. It's sort of you'll have it's a it's a bit like um, it's a bit clunky like Prince of Persia, isn't it? And yeah. you go through each screen that you go through is almost got a bit of a puzzle or a bit of a challenge. And I felt like it was you were dying all the time using trial mm. and error to get to the next screen. Like yeah. the first one, the first scene. You drop into some water, some pond, yeah. and if you're not pressing the right buttons, you don't swim to the top. You just die. So it's about ten game overs before you even played yeah. for more than a minute. <laughs> then it's a very dark screen. I almost thought it hadn't loaded properly, and you're like, "What?" And yeah, it looks you like just a have to credits. swim out, and then you just kind of jump. Manages to jump out like a dolphin <laughs> the pool. And then, and then once you jump out, then he walks along, and there's these sort of snakes on the floor, and you. You sort of walk or jump or kick. And if you mm. happen to touch this, there's a cutscene of a snake biting you on the shin and then you just drop dead. So then you have to yeah. work out how to... Oh. I mean, if you get past that, if you've got the stomach for it, I feel like it's like a Tintin-style adventure. Maybe because he's... Is he ginger? He might I be ginger. He is, yeah. I, I felt, yeah, could have been a Tintin lookalike. Yeah. But it was too stop-start for me, I don't think. And you always got to go back to the for, the interval. For any any uh, veteran gamers out there who remember this show from the UK called Nightmare, spelt with a K, oh, yeah. it reminds me a lot of that, where uh, it's like a bunch of kids would get brought in and one of them would put on this helmet so they can't see and their mates have to guide them through this what seemed at the time incredibly awesome graphics of like a massive yeah, spider like CGI. or something. Yeah, side, yeah. Sidestep right. And you could never really figure out what was going on. It's a bit like that. You sort of that was trial creepy, and error. Though, wasn't it? Scary, it was creepy, creepy, yeah. Slow. Um, I got, I gave it a few goes and it, it was a bit annoying, really. And ultimately, I, I don't know if the game, the original game would have come with a proper instruction manual, but there's a lot of figuring out by dying, as you said. And um, yeah, but it's very, very popular. So worthy of a mention. It's also known as Another World. So it really sneaks into this letter. Oh, I see. So it's not, and it's not making my cut, but it's just interesting. The, the graphics are interesting and the sound is pretty cool. Mm. Uh, and the, I suppose the concept is is good, but I just I just think it's it's not for me. Thank you. Okay. Uh, other thing that was a couple of there probably was in the SNES as well was Olympic Games for O. Oh yeah, uh, I, I got never excited really... for this one. 
because <laughs> not, not <laughs> because uh, I thought it was going to be one of the like what I call them the RSI Olympic Games. It's just really a lot of bashing the button, which yeah. teenage boys are very good at. Um, so I remember those games, but they get really annoying. Uh, yeah. But it wasn't even as good as that level of quite rubbish Olympic game. It was worse. Hey, it was a, it was a bit similar in that the process of elimination is like dying, isn't it? You know, you're doing the triple jump, you're pressing all the buttons, and he just runs over the. There's no instructions. They could have instructions on the screen saying, "Oh, tap this," and then when you get to this point, press yeah, press that. There was a game I played at uh, like a retro arcade on the arcade machine and it's on the NES as well called International Track and Field mm. like a late 80s one and I think it's sort of stick men doing it but it's the only Olympics game you really need if because it's fun it's got two player and it is just the button bash button bash and then yeah. release or or pick the angle they haven't really evolved even now I imagine if you played something on the <coughs> PS5 like the latest Olympics. I bet it's still similar. Tap, 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 tap. Yeah. Release. Just go back and play International Track and Field 1 from like 1987 yeah. or whenever it was because all they do is make them jazzier and make them more confusing and less fun. Mm. But ultimately, the whole concept is flawed from the beginning because you're replacing strenuous yeah. physical activity and training <laughs> and actual... The whole you point still is... you still want you you still wish you had a turbo button, yeah. It's <laughs> just to press that. So yeah, that's not. It got me thinking though, Martin. Mm-hmm. You know what about uh, instead of wasting all the developers' time and money and the, the licensing it must cost to get like uh, you know Tokyo twenty twenty. Instead mm-hmm. of that, why not have like an Olympic RPG? Where you like have to train and quest your way yeah. to the games, like with low funding, yeah, you know, moral to, crossroads, like when to ditching time your, coaches, your drug intake. Like, yeah, oh, no. choosing, you got choosing you got to dope random. or not to dope. Well, yeah, <laughs> obviously yeah, choosing to dope, but when <laughs> and will you get yeah. caught? And and like uh, sponsorships, like in Rocky, you know, are you going to be are you going to be just taking the the local butchers? For, to pay for your running shoes or uh, yeah. are you going to go yeah. who are you hanging th- out with oh yeah Instagram stuff yeah wow that would, again, be, it, that it would be fun it would though, suffer the it? same flaw it would be like you're doing this whole career but you're not actually doing any of the actual oh, yeah, but it'd, be, <laughs> it'd be like a, like a football manager premier manager game but for yeah. it could be called like uh Amateur. Amateur so, athlete. So this game, oh, this game is called OPG. Huh? Olympic ah. playing game. Yeah. <laughs> yes. All right. This is okay. actually good. I, I would actually... I would, I don't know, I, yeah. If it was, yeah, if it was, I think I would, I would play might, a... This uh, might be too good an idea for a game for our usual made-up yeah, rubbish no, game. None segment. of the normal silliness. <laughs> well... I suppose Instagram stuff would be silly enough. It'd be fun. Yeah. You so, could well, so controversial. Ah, oh, you could couldn't you oh my goodness, you've uh what have you done? You've you've yeah, you've tweeted something wrong or um you've you've done an endorsement, a co endorsement with a sh- a disgraced celebrity. 
Oh, yeah. You yeah, still you have thought, to make the apology. You thought that that 70s TV presenter was, <laughs> was sure to get you onto cereal boxes and milk packets and stuff. But no, he's now in jail. Yeah, I like this. <laughs> this would have been much more fun than uh, Olympic Summer Games. Yeah. OPG, coming soon. And, and Olympic Barcelona 92 as well. So I'm not picking those either because there's so many. I'm just saying what games I'm not picking. No, I'm not picking that. Um, I think okay, that you are picking. Oh, well, let's. I'm going to pick one out of these three. Yeah. Um, we've got Outrun 1991. Yeah. Which was which is the port from the 1986 arcade machine. Yeah. Uh, there's also Outrun 2019 and Outrunners, but we'll, we'll start with Outrun. See what you you were. Do you remember Outrun? Yeah. Well, I remember. I think it had the upright arcade cabinet and with the steering wheel and uh, a gear stick. But you had to stand up, and I remember that would be pretty fun. Pretending when you didn't have any money to put in, just pretending to. Pretending to steer. Oh yeah, yeah. So it's it's one of it's actually one of Sega's biggest games ever, especially in the arcade industry. Yeah. Huge arcade success, um, and it is considered one of the most important video games of all time, Martin. Oh really? By whom? Just uh, the internet. Okay. A loose search of the internet will tell you. <laughs> I'll tell you that. Well, it's in lots of the lists, like greatest arcade games, greatest or most important games, uh, yeah. video games that like change the world. Because uh, mm. I suppose it's a it's a, a half decent racing game at a time when all the racing games were pretty shite. Mm. And it's got some cool concepts to it. So it's got the perspective of um, a bit like Chase HQ. That sort of classic 16-bit racing style, except you're yeah. in a um, you're in a Ferrari Testarossa, Testarossa with uh, a lady. The, the opening bit is quite cool. When you first press start, mm-hmm. you you've got a hand on the dial of a radio, and you get to rotate it to four different stations. Okay. <laughs> so you're in your you've got the dashboard, and you get to before you set off on your your race. And it's an arcade-style race where you're just trying to get to checkpoints ahead of the time running out. It's quite competitive. But just before each checkpoint, there's a fork in the road, and you go left or right, and that takes you to a different difficulty in a different landscape for the next um, the next section of the of the race. Uh-huh. Um, it's you seem to do these spectacular crashes as well when you when you, you're turning a corner and you haven't done it properly and you've you've hit a sign or something that it totally barrel rolls right and you think oh my goodness that poor couple but then within about 10 seconds you're you're just back in back in the car again just to reset Uh, uh, if i jump forward to outrun outrunners they do that they try and fix that issue people had by the car still barrel rolls except it it appears that you get flung from the vehicle, land on your feet, run alongside the vehicle barrel rolling, and then jump in back oh. into the car, which which is pretty Hollywood. Yeah. Uh, so they they thought that would address issues people had with that. <laughs> it's a weird uh, band aid over the solution there. Yeah. Um, it's pretty good. 
it's it looks really good um yeah it's i think quite a good port i although i don't know if if i should say because i thought it would be much more fun than it was i remember yeah. it being really really fun but and it's got the innovation with the different landscapes and it's sort of it's pretty good but at the same time i thought i i, I tired of it quite quickly maybe that's the modern age mm. do you think that maybe i haven't got what it takes to then it does it's quite difficult i think and it there is a niche to sort of getting through all the stages but i, I did find like oh, that's quite fun but it's not the most it's not the most fun it's not as yeah. fun as i thought it would or even as fun as i remember it being because i think we had this maybe we had a port on the master system maybe i'm not sure what did what did you think martin of that well, it's an interesting point. Like, is it just that we're more spoiled now and it, it seems more rubbish? Probably. Or, or was it always a bit rubbish? Because I don't remember it being particularly popular on, on the Mega Drive. It was a massive arcade game. And maybe there's a different... Yeah. That just has to pull you in, the arcade. Oh, there's five years, isn't there, between the arcade release and the Mega Drive release. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot happens, doesn't it, in five years? If you oh, imagine a 1991... Mega Drive game compared to a 1996 Mega Drive game, they'd be worlds apart. So maybe, Hopefully. maybe, maybe it's revolutionary in in that it, I think it kept the arcades game. going. You know, yeah, yeah. So uh, I mean, Outrun 2019. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Is, is a futuristic <laughs> spin spin off of Outrun. Uh, They've set in the future. To... To take note of the uh, F zero thing, which is let's just shove it so far in the future that no one can <laughs> That's prove exactly us wrong. what I was thinking. Yeah, twenty nineteen. Let's just speak this. Not forty years. No one will. No one will look back. Yeah, twenty nineteen. It's already. It's now not a futuristic racing game. Because uh, I saw that on the list and I thought, oh, have they have they like made a new version based on the old thing, twenty nineteen. Yeah, it's a uh, remaster. That's oh. yes, mistaken. Tell us about yeah. that one. Well, it's a very interesting, actually, Martin. Um, so I think they were obviously trying to get in on a bit of that F-Zero action. But it was developed uh, by different... It was developed initially by someone else as an outrun copy, sort of clone game. And as it was getting developed, the outrun guys thought, hmm. And they just sort of engulfed it and made it part of the outrun team's development oh <laughs> yeah okay so it's yeah, from like... scratch a different game yeah oh. it's it, it's sort of copy it's got that the the ethos and and obviously they it wasn't finished they sort of were halfway through and then and then they said well let's let's make it more of an official release let's get some outrun team ideas in there i quite liked it um there wasn't i don't think it's m drastically better it's just evolved slightly soundtrack was pretty good because it had that futuristic vibe you know which is which works pretty well with uh mega drive mm -hmm. hardware um so that was that's outrun 2019 it's probably worth if you love outrun if you love outrun then try outrun 2019 so what gets your nod then of the outrunners uh, well i haven't gone to outrunners yet i think outrunners is another sequel which is a bit of a naff upgrade on the original and it's more sort of focusing on one-on-one -on -one versus one 
almost drag racing, not drag racing, mm-hmm. but one-on-one style racing. It's fun, but I think they've tried that 3D faux effect, faux 3D. They fixed yeah. some things, but created more issues. So I'm going to have to go with of my picks of the OutRun series with OutRun. Okay. The original OutRun. And now I'm running out of... <laughs> What's uh, that it? Was that your no, no. <laughs> A um, couple more. Uh, my, the next main game to talk about, really, is a game called The Ooze. We touched on The Ooze earlier, if you remember, Martin. Yes, certainly. Yeah. Well, it's actually a Sega game, an actual Sega Technical Institute game from 1995. And you play as a green nuclear ooze, like a puddle of green slime with a face in the middle or a head in the middle, like a fried yeah. egg, really. Yeah. Uh, with the head bit is the yoke. <laughs> and you sort of just scuttle around uh, like a th- sort of 3D top-down. What would it be? A top-down adventure. What Where you'd normally have... What was that game that you mentioned earlier, Martin? What was uh, that game called? I don't know. It seems like a long time Beginning ago. with O. Uh, it was an O game. An O game? Yeah. That O game that you mentioned and that you oh. weren't picking. Operation Thunderbolt. Yeah, so it's basically like Operation Thunderbolt, except <laughs> that sort of landscape. Everyone's familiar with that. Um, so you Hell, it's got a similar... Yeah, that perspective. Like and sort of 3D, but 2D kind of yeah. thing. Yeah, and you, so you're, you wobble around this. What's quite cool is that you this egg can punch out like basically a leg to punch out baddies. It can punch around corners, and it can also spit. But when you do spit, that's actually losing some of your ooze. And as you get attacked by things, the ooze gets reduced. So that's your health bar, the ooze, yeah. the puddle. The more ooze uh, you are, the stronger. Yeah, yeah. And you can get power-ups that turns the ooze to like a, a yellowy sort of orange. Uh, I thought it was pretty cool. And you start in this uh, apoc- apocalyptic sort of nuclear world and you work your way into like the lab i think it's like a comic book sort of story where you're a scientist and you were pushed into a classic 90s uh storyline you're a scientist yeah. and you're pushed into a radioactive waste and then you yeah. became this toxic ooze uh, like everything in the 90s really it's just that yeah. sort of toxic color and radioactive was really cool so you yeah. like this t1000 terminator that you can punch out and yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was pretty nice, and it was pretty cool. Um, I think it got a bit samey after a while, though. But and it was quite difficult to know what you had to do, as well. Yeah. So whilst you first started playing, you're like, "Oh, this is cool," and then after a while, you, "Oh man, you can spit," and "Oh, this is happening," and then after a while, you're thinking, "Okay, well, perhaps in another week." This is quite tiring. Not get <laughs> such a good nod, but it's actually got potential to to go all the way this week isn't it that's how yeah that's how we're going i think so yeah i think yeah like we said on a few of these games if they'd have done a another game and tied it up and made i think it was there or thereabouts they obviously thought it was a neat a good idea it's a different spin isn't it It's, it's different it's similar but they've they've taken a different take on yeah there could have been some evolution throughout the game maybe um like he starts off as ooze but maybe by the end he's developed into something else or 
Because, yeah, it did get a little bit repetitive. The, it's uh, yeah, quite tiring. I, f I feel like you should be really, re well, really well rewarded for when you complete it. So I did, I did look on the internet at the ending of it, and it's not that rewarding, <laughs> considering <laughs> your, your thumbs on that Mega Drive D-pad would be totally shredded. Yeah. Um, I would have thought that they would have given you a really good... Because I think the intro is pretty cool. Mm. Anyway, that's the use. Um, that's pretty good. Another one I was just going to touch on, and uh, maybe you're, you're, you might mention it as well, Martin, and yours, is a game called Outlander, mm -hmm. which is pretty mad, like a Mad Max-style game. Mad Max meets Road Rash, except yeah. instead of a bike, you're in a car. So you've got that... The frame of the screen is like a steering wheel when you're driving, and it looks a bit road rashy the way that you drive yeah. and the way the road goes up and down and there's a lot of motorbikes um so you're sort of i feel like you're racing and it's pretty cool and you've got guns mounted to the front of your car and you just shoot motorcyclists in front of you and they blow up and when but the cool thing about it and it's worth playing it just for this is that when someone passes you on the side a little window pops up of your side window and it's the, it's the person on the motorbike outside your side window with yeah. you holding a shotgun and you have to sort of aim it so that you, you shoot them out the side window, which I thought was a pretty cool feature. Pretty violent, yeah. really. Yeah, um, very. <laughs> but that was quite fun. Um, I think this... Uh, I should have done more research on it, but I think this may have been a game that was supposed to be a Mad Max game licensed, and then yeah. the license fell through, and they just changed the name because it, it, ex it exactly what happened. Yeah, uh, I've obviously done a little bit more research than you here, so, uh, earning oh, okay. my place in the team again. Um, and <laughs> I was... think you're 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 holding this team together, really, Martin. I had the same initial response to playing it. So, oh, it's a Mad Max Road Rash type game. But yeah, it was supposed to be a tie-in game um, for Mad Max 2, actually. Uh, also mm. called The Road Warrior. Um, mm. And yeah, there's a slight difference. I don't know if you played the, uh, the other version, but the Mega Drive version is the first-person view and the SNES version is third-person so oh. it's just slightly slightly different perspective. Yeah. Um and I think the third person view is a bit a bit better maybe but I'm not sure. Like oh. it just I guess it depends on what you like but that's a bit more road rashy style. Yeah. It's kind of a flawed game. It, it you feel like it should be more fun than it is when I was playing it anyway. Um Yeah, it could be it's almost I felt when I first started playing, I thought, oh, this is cool. This is like Carmageddon and mm. Road Rash. But again, a bit like the use, it's sort of quite difficult to know what to do. You're not actually racing. I think you're you're going town to town and there's this weird clunky platformer beat-em-up section yeah. that you just drop in. When you run out of fuel, you get out of the car and all of a sudden there's bad guys to beat up and you die yeah. really quickly in that. In that, in that kind of Robocop or Moonwalker sort of style yeah. game of going around collecting stuff. and um, I bet the pitch for that, like from the developers, like what they probably wanted to do initially, I bet that was awesome. But I bet there's, they haven't been able to tie it together. It's probably Maybe that's why the, the license fell through. Uh, They're yeah. like, hold on a minute. 
we're the makers of Mad Max 2 and we don't want such poor quality stuff associated <laughs> with with our brilliant film. Well, that was um that was my picks. Really I was going through all of the games on our and saying that most of them were rubbish, but they're all quite fun to look at very quickly and then you sort of run out, run out of enthusiasm. But yeah, Outrunners, uh no, Outrun and the Ooze and maybe a little bit of Outlander are the other picks from Mega mm. Drive. So that's that's the dump over. Bit stale, that one. Alright, get off the pot then, because it's my turn. <laughs> Still warm. Still warm. Um ah, you've already <coughs> You've already covered so many of my rubbish games. Well, sorry, week. Martin. Oh man. At least What's... at least the good thing about that is that that's what I wanted to do today. Yeah. Um, I wanted to mess true. up your routine. Uh, it was what a terrible, terrible, terrible letter. This might be the worst one yet. I think it could be. I think it. Yeah, I think it is going to be. <laughs> We've always been able to like mould a five, haven't we? We've always been able to be able to get four yeah. upper average struggling. to good quality games. Whereas, mm, anyway, you, you might be able to do something. We'll see. We'll see. I mean, I've got a couple more, maybe slightly rubbish games to mention first. Just get them out of the way <laughs> because we're so. Oh my god, so low on quality. Um, it's a game called Operation Europe: Path to Victory, nineteen thirty-nine to nineteen forty-five, mm. and um, there was actually quite a few boring games like RPGs and things. And of the boring bunch, this is the one that I will at least mention because. I thought, oh, that's interesting. You can pick which team you're going for. <laughs> so you can be the Nazis if you want. And I just oh, thought, okay, I can imagine I can imagine who, who might still want to play this game today, for example. And and uh, plenty of people. Get, More than ever, I think. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, finally. I'm sure that's a more normal thing now, but I I feel like in the nineties that would have been quite rare to be to, to even think about playing as the Nazis would. Be. How many school kids would like get home before mum and dad get before mum and dad get back? You know, five o'clock from work. How many of them are going? I wonder. I wonder if I'd, should I should I have a go? A bit like when you have a shave and just there happens to be that the last bit that you shave off when you're having a shave, is the hair directly beneath your nostrils. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're still doing that, are you, Martin? <laughs> Classic. Oh, no, my, bat my razor ran out of batteries. <laughs> oh, well. Yeah. It's not oh, I wonder how many well. kids got home and found their dad playing as the Nazi. Oh, man. Dad? But yeah. well, I don't think that would happen in, in the 90s, but it would happen now. More so, yeah. I think. Oh, I really don't like war games. Yeah, this was particularly uh, boring, um, <laughs> but that bit did make me make me chuckle, because uh, yeah, get into what, it and you're suddenly I wonder taking what happens. orders from. <laughs> like when if you complete it, or whether you can't complete it, I bet you can. The whole universe that. changes, and we're all oh. speaking German, but yeah. no one's ever won yet. Give it a go. Try it yourself, kids. Oh man. Um, it's totally crazy. Another 
kind of rubbish one. Uh, but I mentioned it because I know how much you love puzzle games. This is called On the Ball. And yeah. uh, it's kind of a, a gravity-based puzzle game. It's a little bit like the the, the little Sonic mini-games in uh, maybe Sonic uh, 1. Yeah, yeah like the bonus like level. Yeah. But so less. The ball's just falling down, but you get to flip the world. So you're not controlling the... You're more controlling... Mm. I played this the, and I thought it was it was very counterintuitive. <laughs> whichever okay. way I thought maybe I'm just uncoordinated but I felt like whichever way I thought I should be turning it was always the opposite every time well I'm glad you had a play because I feel like you know you you're the connoisseur so if you say it's rubbish then it must be well funny you say that because um when I was doing my research this week my son who's much better at gaming than me uh, has got good good in, intuition for these things thought it was rubbish <laughs> okay that's good yeah, he thought, I don't like <laughs> this, turn it off. I'm glad that you've got like a a quality control team. Yeah, because I thought, um, I remember liking games like Marble Madness. And yeah. Thought, oh, maybe he'd like this because it's puzzle, you know, it's it's quite fun. There's probably smartphone games that are similar to that now, aren't they? Like where mm. you rotate stuff around. But The um, fact like, that it's even getting a mention is just, yeah. It's very generous. Sign of where we are this week um okay on to the slightly better games green uh there's one called operation logic bomb which <laughs> considering the, the 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 week we're having was actually quite good um it's a uh how do you describe it? sort of a multi-directional shooter i guess oh, no, like, that's that's what i meant like the ooze i was meant operation logic bomb when I was talking about the, uh... yeah, yeah, um, that's what I meant. Yeah, I know. I also got confused there. So we were, what, what was we the talking one about? Said? <laughs> Operation know. Thunderbolt. Oh uh, yeah. Okay, so you actually, yeah. Okay, that did confuse me. So Operation Logic Bomb is that one, oh, multi-directional yeah. shooter like Super Smash TV, and yeah. Operation Thunderbolt is more like a like a need a gun kind of shooting game. Oh yeah. Which was rubbish enough that I wasn't going to mention it, but it's ended up getting several mentions. This is the talk of the by town. By mistake, it's getting all I thought... that. Oh yeah, Operation Thunderbolt. That's a great game. No, no, Operation Logic Bomb. It's a good game. It, it reminded me a lot of Demolition Man. Uh, the game from oh, yeah. the D's. Yeah. So if you like that on the D's, you're gonna love Operation Logic Bomb. Operation that Logic like Bomb. A... <laughs> it looks like a badly translated title. I wonder what the Japanese title is for that, because I reckon it's probably better. Probably Operation Thunderbolt. It's a much better game for it. <laughs> oh, that's a name. That is a great sounding name. Operation Logic Bomb, because this sounds like a puzzle game. Well, I thought oh, it was going to be another war strategic game. I'm surprised I didn't get it confused with On the Ball. Operation Logic Bomb, because you could have been a bomb in that game trying to get through puzzle it's it's good that this these games are all murky because normally we would want to be clear about which games would be good and which which to avoid but most of these are avoid avoiders aren't they yeah so it's okay to if you anyway. operate logic <laughs> bomb and thunderbolt are the same doesn't really matter don't really play either of them well no no that's definitely 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 giving Sorry. a nod to operation logic bomb yeah, over yeah, that's what, that's the other I mean. ones Operation Thunderbolt was rubbish, and was, <laughs> it's been mentioned again. I'm still talking about it. Um, 
Don't play that. Play Operation Logic Bomb this week. Oh my goodness. So Sorry, embarrassing, didn't Martin. We've didn't help totally, totally screwed that up. Mm. Um, all right. So I, I just put not great. So that actually, in the Kingdom of the Blind, uh, this is a one-eyed game that, you know, it's all right. The music's quite cool. Mm, Operation yeah. Logic Bomb, that is. <laughs> what uh, about okay. the thunder, Thunderbolt music? I can't even remember. <laughs> Cannot remember. I just, I didn't, you know what? I didn't, I thought, is this a game, one of those games that needs a gun? And I didn't even research it. That's how, like, that's how over yeah. this week I was. It wasn't making the cut, was it? I don't care. I don't care if it needs a gun or not. It's rubbish. Yeah. Sorry, guys. But you did get quite a few mentions in place of another better game. So we're going to make some serious royalties off that. Yeah. Thank, thank goodness. Congratulations. <laughs> thank goodness of the novelty of that podcast. <laughs> Yeah, but they they, they remembered it as some as a different game <laughs> because of the title. I told you we should have gone with that title. Yeah, <laughs> and the so guys you are... wanted to call it Super Thunderbolt, but we would have never got mentioned. <laughs> Operation Thunderbolt. Yeah. Wait. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah, that was that was possibly the worst of the Operation games, including Operation Europe: Path to Victory. Um. You're playing on that right now, aren't you, as the Nazis? Uh, oh, is that is that yeah that one? No, I don't want. I don't. Please, please don't think either of the Martins are associated with uh, a Nazi um, actions, activities, or and endorsements. Why did you need to say that? That just makes it seem worse. <laughs> what no, are you I'm covering thinking, up. <laughs> I'm thinking about that um, Olympic uh, RPG that we were doing. Oh, where they're like, yeah. some money has come in from <laughs> someone yes. with, with right-wing ties. <laughs> Sizable amount of money, but you will have to... <laughs> Just because I'm representing Germany does not mean I'm a Nazi. No, we were talking more about the pictures of you with the Hitler moustache and the, and the salute and the, and the playing the game as the Nazis. Uh, next question. <laughs> I only want to focus on the Polvold. The superior competition <laughs> oh, dear. now we really need to far. issue an apology <laughs> uh, okay. it's not a superior competition it's actually one of the least supported <laughs> of the tracking it is, games because you, you need a pole to, to, to oh. that could be a little tie-in game in our OPG game yeah you have to, to master that yeah, you got to fashion your own pole to practice the pole vault. Like, grassroots. Especially gaming. if it was like a, a GTA-style level game where there's so much money and investment in the game. Mm. They can have all these side stories. You couldn't really get that with 16-bit games. Mm. To really commit to, you know, the classic RPG, really. <laughs> we can't be doing an Olympic RPG. There's no market for that. <laughs> can we make it? An Olympic-style platformer game. Yeah, they did that, didn't they? Did they? Well, speaking yeah. of... Um, the Olympic rings. Um, what do you call oh, it? Oh, yeah. Well, it's, it's a nice segue. You, you always pump up my segues really nicely, Martin, because oh, from one pointless uh, platform adaptation of something that yeah. doesn't... The Olympics. Um, 
you ever watched the Oscars, Martin? Um, yeah, no, I haven't actually, but I know, you know, I've I've seen clips where yeah. I know what they are. I've never actually watched them all, but no, why? Because it's incredibly boring. So what we really need is an Oscars-based mm. platformer. Is that what that game is? I yeah. didn't put two and two together. It's called ah. Oscar. Is it endorsed you... by like the proper Oscars? Um, is it just, I don't they know. They probably didn't, didn't feel they needed to. No. Well, well, you know, it's not actually called the Oscars. It's called the Academy Awards. Do you know that? Ah. So maybe they were free to call it Oscar. Of course they would be, wouldn't they? It's slang. Yeah. They missed a trick there. Uh, but yeah, you're a character called Oscar and you are going through different Hollywood-style levels collecting Oscars. Oh, no way. That's okay. That looked like quite gets, a good game. I actually kind of, I guess I kind of enjoyed it at this point because it was uh, later on my O list and oh, I've been, oh, my goodness. So, yeah. Well, I did look up a, a review of it and uh, my favourite review was actually, it was a PC game before it was ported. Oh, really? So a review of the PC version said, uh, this is from Computer Gaming World. They said it will only appeal to total platform addicts who will likely find something better to waggle their joysticks at anyway. Oh. Uh, yeah, joysticks. Oh, joysticks. Um, which doesn't really work. No. Joy pads, but it sounds funny. And uh, yeah, I agree. It was a bit rubbish. Okay. And what Moving was on. quite nice in the in the lobby bit. He's like in a cinema. I thought I didn't know it was to do with the Oscars, but he's just going through the lobby of a cinema, and like he goes into each film basically, doesn't he? And that's mm. the, like prehistoric, and that was the dinosaur level. You didn't good. figure out it was Oscars based with all the films. Nope. nope. Yeah. I just thought he was called Oscar. Yeah, interesting. <laughs> and when he's collecting the Oscars, you just thought, oh, cool. Yeah. No, still not seeing the uh, thematic linking here. No. Well, they're always collecting something, and I never know what they're collecting normally. True. So I saved myself the bother of thinking about it. Yeah. A bit like a Kid Chameleon. I, I thought it was sort of Kid Chameleon, Sonic, is this the Nintendo trying to be a cool Sonic character, but like Kid Chameleon vibes. But actually, Kid Chameleon, I thought, was a Mario ripoff. So maybe that's where it got a bit tangled up. Very tangled. Yeah. But luckily, picked a good letter. It's well up there. (laughs) Okay, I got one more game to talk about because you stepped on all my other ones. (laughs) Um, uh, This one is called Out to Lunch. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I would describe this as a cutesy but hard chef based platformer. Um, and you have to go and correct, collect ingredients uh, in a certain amount of time. And so you can, well, I guess ultimately, so you can cook with these ingredients. Um, yeah. And you've got you to be careful because there's germs and bacteria around which will spoil your food and mm. hurt you. Um, and you go through different... Levels, let me just... Where was it? So you go through Switzerland, Greece, uh, 
the West Indies, Mexico, oh, yeah. China, the, the and finally, lovely, where would we end up? France, of course. The Eiffel Tower. The Eiffel Tower, of course, yeah. <coughs> yeah. Um, it's pretty hard, but pretty fun, especially. I, I, yeah. I, I liked it a lot because um, I was bored of all the games, really, and I was playing around on some of your games. I popped this one in, and it's just good, clean, platforming fun. It's fairly responsive. It's probably not 100% on. Uh, there's a couple of, you know, cutesy is the right word to describe it because uh, I think all the food has escaped from your fridge and you have to go and collect it with like a butterfly net and you swipe. Mm. Uh, but the food, like there's a bit of cheese and there's some mushrooms and they sort of bop around. When they see you, they run in the opposite direction. They're like a bit scared of you. It's quite, it's quite <laughs> fun. And they go, oh, oh, he's coming to collect us. Um, and then they, they run away. So I thought oh, that was pretty good. I I was a bit disappointed that the foods didn't change with the backgrounds. Because mm. the Switzerland level, there's quite a few levels. There's loads of levels in this, this game. But they were sort of quite Swiss foods. There was like cheese and, uh, you know, other Swiss foods. Yeah. <laughs> Potato, uh, mushrooms. Uh, but then when you go to the next ones, it's pretty much the same ingredients escaping. So mm. I, don't, I feel like he didn't need to go around the world getting his ingredients. He could have just stayed in Switzerland because anything he was making, he was making with those ingredients, wasn't he? Yeah. It wasn't a leak, you know, or when he was in Wales, it wasn't leaks. and. Was he still collecting stuff? cheese and potatoes in China then? Because that, that would be quite hard. I think so. That would make sense. That should be the last level. Well, not really. It wouldn't make sense, would it? Because the chef, maybe his restaurant has moved. Maybe the chain it's that he works for is a French restaurant around the and world. Said, but in, we in need China. French onion soup. Yeah, exactly. But they don't have any onions here. Well, you better go and get some, some. Need some potato and cheese. And there's still yeah. Yeah, I didn't think about that, did you? No, no, no. So that was that was a that was a good game. So I thought again, like all the O games, it did. As it went on, I thought run out of yeah different things happening that made it maintained your interest because it was really fun to begin with, and then I sort of got tired, and there wasn't too many new concepts coming in. Although there was a baddie chef that comes in and empties out all of your food again from the store if you don't spot him. So yeah. that was quite fun. It was a pretty fun game, actually. <laughs> Did like out to lunch. Well, that's my dump finished. Oh, sacre bleu. Well, we've got to whittle down all the quality this week into our, our top five. Um, I, think, I think we should have an asterisk by this top five. Yes. Does um, not resent, represent the the views of this podcast. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna put the the games into two categories of meh and meh. So in the meh category, I reckon mm -hmm. we've got we've got out to lunch, the ooze, and outrun. Yeah. Um. As our contenders. Yeah, I'd agree with and that. And then <laughs> making up the rest. 
I mean, it's pretty close to be honest with the with the rest of them. Yeah. Um, out of this world, um, it's got a lot of. It's it's popular. It's well respected, and it was ahead of its time. Blah blah blah. But I personally found it a bit annoying and wouldn't. I can imagine buying that as a kid and just being being oh, annoyed. Imagine, even if we'd have rented that because we looked at the box and saw it looked really dramatic. Yeah. I think it would have been a big shock to the system. So that is a bit struggly. Um, yeah. But then However, if you'd have flaws. loaded up that game on like a disc or, you know, yeah. an Amiga, then maybe you'd have been ready for that, that uh, experience. Sort of serial adventure, yeah. yeah. I think it depends on... I know I would have had friends for sure that would have really loved it and would have, if I'd have been to their house, they'd have probably just played that all day and go, look, look, check this bit out here. And I'd be like, yeah, yeah, that's cool. And had a guide to go with it or something. Yeah. So with a guide, maybe it's great. <laughs> and with time and with the right personality. Uh, so it's worth a play. So what personality are you then in, in terms uh, of what are you going to put in there <laughs> in its place? Rubbish. <laughs> rubbish personality. <laughs> uh, just as rubbish. But um, so I would give... Also give maybe Oscar a miss yeah. and put in Operation Logic Bomb mm. and Outlander. Yeah, I think Outlander needs to go in there because it's uh, it's it's not executed perfectly, but it's it's quite fun to have a blast. If you can have a go in the modern age of just having a blast, it's quite good. Uh, mm. It's a few, you know, five minutes of that would be quite fun. Yeah. They're all flawed, all deeply flawed, all the games this week. But um, that's that's pretty cool. So we okay. really just need to decide the winner okay. and the runner-up. So, oh, this is going to be tricky. I personally thought that Out to Lunch and Ooze were pretty much uh, equal in, mm. in sort of... Out to Lunch is a pick-up-and-play you play it, it's quite fun. And think, oh, this is great. And it, I don't think it changes enough and develops enough mm. to to get past that. But it starts out pretty good. The ooze yeah. is also quite innovative and it's a different spin. But it, I, again, I don't think it changed it up enough. So yeah. I think those two are there yeah, or thereabouts. Pretty even, Steven. Pretty even, Stevens. Yeah. Um, and then you've got Outrun, which, which is a driving game. Uh it's quite innovative, innovative. I think actually, the more that you'd play Outrun, you would, you would probably like it more. The more yeah. you played it, whereas I think the Ooze and the Outer Lunch, the more that you played those, you'd probably get more frustrated by them. So I think that's probably where they're a bit different, and maybe that's where Outrun has the legs. Um, yeah. On one hand, it's an arcade game, and so once you put in your money, you sort of have that experience. You know what you know what you've got, but then they've but then what they are quite good is is keeping you want to put in more money so yeah i think that i mean if, gives if you we that. were reviewing sort of late 80s arcade games it would be storming ahead i think by this oh, point storming. in in gaming history there are already becoming more fun games racing yeah. games to play so yeah. it that again it, that's its flaw it's not really a flaw out of not being good it's just sort of yeah. by the time it's been ported it's like yeah, it's more yeah. Um, it's almost too arcadey because you, the the 
you're just out to get the highest score. You're out to complete the run and to get a high score, aren't you? It's sort of high yeah. score base, which is probably a bit dated come 1991. Yeah. But good looking, nice music. It's sort of more of a complete package. Um, I think it might, might have got a, a, a cheap run to the top. God, it's lucky. Week. It's like when Germany get through, uh, they squeeze through a group that they really should have, you know, when they yeah, haven't played I think well. It's a bit, I think it's a bit rich to call out Germany here when <laughs> England at the last two tournaments have had a pretty nice run. No, but what I mean is it's where they've they've not played well, but they've managed to perform and get through the group, whereas England would have not played well and not performed <laughs> and not got out of the group. I think they've still risen to the top. But but the last two tournaments, that is exactly what's happened to England. That it's been kind of, eh, it's been a bit like yeah, mm. like the Germany of old. But surely the last two tournaments, you'd have to you'd have to say England were the the average O's, the average O's, oh, the average have, O's, <laughs> average O's. Just that's, had a good run. Oh, that's good. We'll get that into the description. Okay, so Martin, <laughs> so stop dwelling. Um, yeah, out of these averages, at these averages, outrun wins. Okay, what's going to be number two? Surely it's probably got to be out to lunch. It's a bit more fun. It is a little bit more. It's just fun. a touch more fun, and for a pick up and play. Yeah. You know what you're doing without being told. Really, you're going to catch the foods. It's yeah. quite obvious. Use is a little bit more, but I would still check out the use. Um, yeah, bit of a shame. It's just going to be an also ran. It's going to be up there with. Operation Logic Bomb and Outlander, but I think it's yeah. it's a better game than either of those two. But yeah. that's if you couldn't <sighs> win this week, you were never gonna you were never gonna get on that podium. So um, no way. Well, well done. So yeah. Outrun is the is the Hall of Game winner. Hall of Game. Congratulations, Outrun, and in a worthy for this week, second place out to lunch. And close behind um, the ooze, and then Operation Logic Bomb and Outlander. And uh, we've been slagging off this this week, but actually, when you when you condense it down like that, it's not terrible. We're just it's, a, it's, a, it's an experience, isn't it? If you just want yeah. to pick up and play something this week, I think you'll have fun with all of those. They're all, they're all they're not keepers, but they're you have a bit of a play. Have a bit of You've fun. been busy developing your Olympic. A RPG all week. Now you can just kick back and enjoy that lovely little selection. Exactly. Can't wait for that game. I had a peek, Martin, at next week's uh, oh. game. So my goodness, that's going to be the opposite. There will be none of this filler next week, guys. <laughs> if if you were bored this week with our game selections, oh my goodness, next week is complete barnstormers. We're going to really struggle to. Whittle those down. I'm confident classics. that <laughs> I'm confident that the games that we don't even feature next week, we could make up a top five that would beat this top five. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. But so hang in there. Hang in there. The cliffhanger. It's be a banger next week. Well, Martin, that takes us to the the end of the O's. Thank goodness. Yeah, um, the average O's. Average O's. Uh, so, well, thanks for getting up so early. Thanks for staying up so late. 